Hi everyone, this is Vicki and I will be playing some of Chuck's music from his newest, um, his newest sulking composition called Heavenly in just a little bit when we enter into the prayer time. First I want to welcome everybody from both of us. Thank you guys so much for being here. Next I want to tell you that we are, we have one of the members of our leadership team who's done a little bit of checking and uh, knows that we are really being I don't know if we should say the word. It's like being in the shadows and then being banned. <laughs> so uh, I'm telling you that because you guys, I don't watch the numbers. I don't look at how many subscribers we have or how many views there are on videos anymore because Father let me know. We have to be so careful that we don't touch his glory and just even looking at those things is in a way touching his glory. So no, I'm not going to say in a way. It is touching his glory. Those are his numbers. Those are his uh, subscribers. You guys are his subscribers. So I don't look at that information anymore. But um, I have found out that that is uh, what's happening is that our numbers are being intentionally removed. Uh, people's comments, as we know, these things have been happening for a while. But it seems to be a little bit more severe. Um, happening now so I'm so I'm just asking you guys to pray and this is Thursday it is time for our prayer and music video but I'm also asking you to please be please help us with this and share share the messages share the videos share the music um, because things are being you know, just, well, you know, I'm not going to say any more. Just please asking you to please partner with us in that way. Speaking of which, we want to thank you all, everyone who has been partnering with us in this ministry in any and every way that you have, whether it's financially or um, it's through prayers and sharing and liking and subscribing and doing all of those amazing things. You guys, we are truly part of the family of God here in this little corner of his vineyard on the earth, as we like to call it. And so um, we appreciate very much the work that you do to further this part of his kingdom work here. Let's see. Now, like I said, it is Thursday. It's time for prayers and music. And we welcomed everybody at the beginning, but I want to say a special welcome to Little John and to all of our new subscribers. You guys, we are so glad you're here. And all of you who are, I, I say, grandfathered in, you've been with us for quite a while. Thank you for your faithfulness to continue. And to all of those of you who fly under the radar, you guys are a huge blessing to us as well. We know that there are a lot of people out there that are praying. We just were so aware that that's going on. Um, and that's good because the attacks against the body of Christ are intensifying. Absolutely. And we need the prayers of brothers and sisters in Christ. I, this week on one of the uh, TLC podcasts, I let everyone know that um, my sister had been in an accident, car accident, and I just want to thank you all. We want to thank you all for praying for her. Some of you have been asking how she doing. She's doing well. She's pretty beaten up. She's <laughs> she's. Let's see, black and blue and purple and yellow, I believe, were the colors she said from the uh, just from the even the seat belt and uh, in the accident. But also she had 
the airbag go off and had to go to the hospital, get checked to make sure nothing was broken and there was no, uh, there was no damage. Sorry guys. Uh, no brain injury or anything like that, but she's doing fine. She's home. She actually went home that day and she's recovering. So her name is Linda. Please keep her in your prayers. Those of you who are just finding out about this and thank you to all of you who have been praying. We appreciate that very much. I will tell you that uh, there's a real good possibility her vehicle is totaled. Don't know yet for sure. Um, still have to wait to find out what the insurance company says and she just really that car was a gift from a precious brother in Christ and uh, so she's you know she's asking we are asking that it can be repaired but if not we know father has another vehicle for her somehow and we are not going to be worried or afraid or in doubt or anything like that we trust our God he is good and his mercy endures forever. Okay, um, one of the reasons I mentioned that also is because Father's really been talking to me about prayer the last couple of days. And you guys, let me just share a very quick testimony about what happened with that whole thing about my sister's accident. She and I were in our respective vehicles. She was driving in front of me, headed somewhere, and I was behind her. We just left a uh, a location and she had some errands to run and I was heading home a little while later well before I go further sorry um, and at one point during that drive and this is why I'm telling you guys this is so important at one point during that drive I just had the impression that I knew she was under an awful lot of stress and um, I just had the impression with all of the traffic and everything that was going on just to pray for her because I had the impression that there could be an accident and uh, I know that that was Holy Spirit telling me that and I know that the reason was because there was going to be an accident and it wasn't anything she did wrong that caused it it just it's what happened but uh, as a result I believe of father saying pray everyone who was involved in that accident was okay not just my sister and her great-granddaughter who she's raising as her own daughter but also the uh, two teenagers in one of the other vehicles and the elderly man and uh, who didn't mean to but caused the accident and then the driver behind him who was not injured so it was four vehicles uh, two of the vehicles were well let's see the elderly man was in front, his vehicle was not hurt, uh, everybody behind him, everybody behind him had some kind of damage and no one was severely injured. My sister, I think, received the worst of all of the, uh, all of the injuries. So here's why I'm telling you that, because sometimes Holy Spirit will just give us a thought and we don't really necessarily always think that it's Holy Spirit but I knew that because I was having the impression just because of the relationship I have with the Lord I knew that he was saying pray so I prayed and then I continued to follow her and I continued to pray and then we both went our separate ways and just a very short time later I got a phone call from her that she'd been in an accident 
So you guys, this is not about, this has nothing to do with being a special person. This, I mean, when I say, because so many people still write and say, I can't hear God. Yes, you can. Stop saying that. Please stop saying that. If you can't hear him, you're at, you must not even be reading scripture because he talks to us even in scripture. He talks to us in so many ways. So if you're saying you can't hear him, then you're not reading your Bible or you're not recognizing that that is one of the ways that we hear him. It's like a main way, you guys. So um, anyway, so if you are ever in a situation doesn't even matter what it is. This isn't about being a prophet or a, an evangelist or an apostle, or it isn't about having dreams and vision. It's not about any of that. It's about the fact that Father will give us impressions. He will put things on our hearts. And anytime there's anything, you feel any kind of a thought like, oh, I wonder, it could very well be Holy Spirit trying to bring something to your attention so that you will pray or so that you will ask him to help you understand what it is you're hearing. If it's from him or if it's not from him so that you can discount it, discard it because the enemy throws thoughts at us just like Holy Spirit gives us impressions. But the point in all of this uh, big thing where I go all the way around the barn to tell you a story <laughs> is to remind you the the power of prayer, the importance of prayer. When God puts something on our hearts to pray about, it isn't that we, it isn't that he needs us. He could do all of these things by himself, but he chooses to use us. He chooses to involve us in his work here on this earth. And so if you have an impression to pray about anything, then pray. If you have a question, just ask him, just pray. You know, I looked up just a minute or two before I started this, uh, this video podcast. I looked up on Bible Gateway um, and I used the King James Version um, translation for this particular word. I looked up the word pray and it occurs 503 or 508, now I can't remember, over 500 times in scripture. Father talks to us a lot about praying. He's trying to, I believe for many people, he's trying to get people to understand that praying is having conversation with God. It is having conversation. Whether your conversation is that you are simply telling him how amazing he is, or your conversation is you're bringing problems to him, or your conversation is that you're coming and asking him how he wants to direct your path that day, if there's something he wants you to know or say or do or think or believe. If you're believing something that's not him and you don't even know it, then it's, it's you and I going to him and saying, here I am, let's talk. Let's talk, Father. Let's have conversation. And that's exactly what he wants. I, this whole thing about being a follower of Christ is not something where we are supposed to be just um, reading the Bible and doing what it says and then we're done. It isn't about going to church and being with a whole bunch of people and sitting there and singing songs or standing up and raising your hands and singing songs and dropping money in the uh, bag or the plate. It's not about all of that, you guys. It is about, those are just an outgrowth, 
an expression of the relationship that we are supposed he wants to have with us he's not it makes no difference to him if we go to church seven days a week and it's hard for me even to say that because we are we are the church the church is not the building where people go to gather it that's not the church we are the church you are so am i we're the church and so he's not he doesn't care. You can go every day. You can live at the church. But if you don't have a relationship with him, you've got nothing. And neither have I. He's looking for a relationship with him. That's why he keeps saying to us throughout scripture, pray, 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 pray. Pray means come and talk to me. Come and talk to me. Come and talk to me. Let's be in this relationship together. So I didn't have to pray. Father didn't have to tell me that there was a possibility of an accident. And, it, and even using the word possibility or chance or anything like that, I can't because it was not a it was not a sentence he gave me. It was an understanding that there might be an accident. And I and and so I can't say, well, he said there's going to be an accident. And I can't say he said maybe there's going to be an accident. He put, as I looked at my sister's vehicle in front of me, he put understanding that an accident could occur. And in, in, in the way that he talks to me, it, I just understood he was saying accident. And so I began to pray. So the power of prayer, the importance of prayer cannot be overstated. Who in your life is it more important for you to be talking to than him? Seriously, who is there it's more important for you to be talking to than our Creator? Who is it that you would have more wisdom from talking to? than our Creator. Where can you go and find somebody who's going to be able to advise you better than He does, or comfort you better than He does, or teach you better than He does? There's no place. There's nobody. He is the set-apart one. There is no one like Him anywhere. Anywhere. He has every answer we need. He has all of the love we could possibly ever need in this life. He is everything beautiful and wonderful. He is almighty. And you know what's hard for me is that I am aware that when I put messages out that he's given uh, me to share with everybody or counsel or takes us into the classroom as, as he told us he, uh, once months ago, he said we were, he was going to bring us back into his classroom. When I put those things out, I don't watch anymore, but when I did watch, when I still would look at numbers to see what kind of reach and all kind, all that kind of stuff, those messages always had a lot more views than any of the prayer videos because people want to hear prophetic things. They want to hear about, you know, oh gosh, what's coming? That's, you know, what's the scary stuff that's coming? What's the next thing and all of that. But most people, most people, even in the body of Christ, are not so interested in prayer time. And I, I know that was even when I was still in denomination. You could go on Sunday and you would have a better attendance than, you, than when you went, say, on a Wednesday night when it was prayer service. So 
Father's trying to, um, I believe that he's really, he really wants us to make sure that our focus is in the right place, that, that we begin to understand if we haven't, um, to develop that time of prayer with him, intimacy. And you guys, there's a scripture. It is in, let's see, where is it? I just was reading it. It's in the book of uh, 1 Thessalonians, yep, chapter 5. I'm going to read a little bit of that, and then I'm going to put some of Chuck's music on. It's actually one, it's actually his newest soaking music, <clears throat> and we are going to pray. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being with me and him and being patient with me as I say all these things. Okay, so in chapter 5 it says, But the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that write unto you of the times and seasons. For you for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and that they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love for, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath. I'm going to interject something here. It's not written right here, but I'm going to say this. He has appointed us to tribulation, but he has not appointed us to wrath. Okay, and there are scripture that talks about that. Anyway, I don't want to go down that road, but I just had to say that. God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. And then these are just some very, starting at verse 16 through... I'm going to go through verse 24. So I'm just going to read these eight little verses right here, and then we will then we'll pray. But there's some powerful, beautiful, very simple instruction in here, starting at verse 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Okay, he's saying stop. You guys, I have to stop on this one because some people say, so I'm supposed to give thanks that I'm going through terrible things, that bad things are happening. God's saying give thanks no matter what is going on because his will for you is that, and for me is that we give him thanks regardless of what's going on. It isn't that we're supposed to be all happy about bad things. It's supposed to it's that we are supposed to be happy that our Father has chosen to allow us to experience the things we experience for his purposes, for his for whatever the reason. He's saying, I just want you, no matter what's going on, 
to give thanks because that's my will, is that regardless of everything, you give thanks. Okay, I'll go back in. Verse 19, quench not the spirit. Despise not prophesyings. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. I mean, completely holy, that kind of holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I will go ahead and read verse 24. He says, faithful is he that calls you who will also do it. God is faithful. He's faithful to take care of his people. He's faithful to use every circumstance we go through. He's faithful to be in the relationship with us. He wants us to be faithful to be in the relationship with him. He is so good and so faithful, so pure, so holy. There is no so to it. He is completely faithful, completely pure, completely holy. He is the set-apart God. He is the one who has no equal. There is nothing that he's not aware of. There is nothing he doesn't have provision for in times of need. It makes no difference what we go through in this life. Our God, our Father, keeps those who belong to him. We stay in his hand, and he says nothing can snatch us out of his hand. Nothing can snatch us out of his hand. And that makes that verse where he says, In all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Whatever we're going through, Father is right there. He sees, he sees a car accident 20 miles down the road and 45 minutes away and says, here, this could happen, so pray. And then even when it happens, he makes the protection that's needed for everyone in that accident to be okay. And yet I know this about my God, that had he chosen not to let my sister be okay, or my great, uh, great grandniece be okay. He would have had purpose in everything he allowed, and it would all have been used for his glory. Because our God is an all-seeing, all-knowing, all-pure, all-perfect Father and God, Creator. So whatever it is, we have people that write in asking for prayer. And what? And some of you are on the prayer map and some of you are not yet because you haven't asked to be, but we pray for you whether we know you or not. We pray for you whether you have given your life to the Lord or not. We pray for you no matter what your circumstances are. Whatever you're facing, Father already knows. And I've said this before, I know it's so very true. You are never, ever alone. You belong to God. I, I <laughs> don't even know how to say it, Father. His eye is always on you. He always sees. And before you even know you have a need, just like the other day with my sister and with her little granddaughter, before you even know you have a need, God knows that you're going to have a need. 
and he makes provision. Pray, 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 pray. Father loves to hear his children talk to him. You guys, when you pray, don't complain. He said in everything, with praise and thanksgiving, make your request known to God. So if there's something, he knows your heart's broken. He knows if you're worried. He knows if you're afraid. He knows if you're struggling and not sure what to do. He knows all these things. He wants you to come to him like a little child and say, this is what I have going on, even though you already know it. I praise you and I thank you for what you're going to do in this situation because I don't know what to do. I can't fix it. I don't know how to fix it. He hears and he sees and he knows he is good and his love is everlasting. His mercy is everlasting for those who fear the Lord. These things, he knows how to take care of them and he will. Father, we thank you so much for the things you're doing in all of our lives. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for going before us, ahead of us, seeing what's going to happen, knowing what's going on, and making provision before we even get to that situation, no matter what it is. Whether it's the loss of a loved one, whether it's the loss of a job, loss of a child, loss of a home, whether it's a need for food or shelter or water to drink. No matter what it is, God, we thank you because you have gone ahead and you know what your plans are. And we just want to walk in your plans in peace and in confidence, honoring you with believing that you are the creator and that you have made a way no matter what we see or what we hear no matter how we feel. Your ways are perfect and pure, and we thank you. We look forward to the day when we will see you face to face. But Father, until that day, we ask you to prepare us, prepare our hearts, strengthen us, God, because we are weak vessels, and you know that. You told us that in scripture. You know that we're the dust of the earth. You created us, you knew and saw us before we were even in our mother's wombs. You saw every failure, you saw every sin, and you made a way because you wanted us that much. And the price you paid was higher than we can truly, truly comprehend. So Father, all of these requests, every need, everyone who's written and everyone who hasn't, everyone who has some kind of need in the body of Christ, some kind of question, people that are struggling with being disillusioned because they've been through so much, or people who are struggling with being deceived and don't know they're being deceived, we pray for all of us, Father, that we might have clarity of vision and soundness of hearing. Father, how we need you. No matter what 
the circumstances are. Father, we pray for the whole body of Christ, that there would be a strengthening that takes place in each one, that people would run to you, run to you, Father, with a desire to know you more, more, or maybe even to know you from the very, for the very first time. And we do not pray for us only, for those who know you and who are trying to walk with you. We pray for the ones who are searching. We pray for the ones who are lost, the ones who have fallen into so much deception because of the enemy's uh, enticing manners and the ways that they get drawn away, the distractions of the world that draw people away from you, God. We believe you still have people that you're calling. You said you're not willing for anyone to be lost. Bless us to have that same heart, Father. If our hearts are, are stone hearts and we don't really care about the ones that are lost, then God, please, first of all, forgive us for that. And secondly, give us hearts of flesh in place of those hearts of stone. We pray for the the people all over the world who are searching. Father, we pray for your animals because we know your animals are suffering as well. You said all of creation groans waiting for the sons of God. You've given us the opportunity, the opportunity to become your children because of the sacrifice of your son and because if we will accept and follow, you have promised us that we will be the children of God and we are sons and daughters, Father. May we stand up in places of holiness, in honor and respect of you. And may we have the courage, the wisdom to follow and to obey you. Please forgive us for our sins, Father. Thank you for your answers to all of the needs. Thank you, Father, for your provision. Thank you more than anything else. We thank you for the gift of life and the sacrifice of our Savior Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, so that we would be able to come into your presence to be with you in eternity if we simply choose to obey you, to love you, Father. And it's in his precious name that we pray today with praise and thanksgiving and honor for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. I'm gonna share this vision I had with you guys and uh, I may, I'm not sure if I'm gonna do um, a message on this. I don't know for sure yet, but I'm gonna go ahead and share this here. So if I do, you'll hear it twice. Yesterday, as I was spending time with the Lord yesterday morning, I 
had this vision, and in the vision I saw the narrow, this narrow road, people walk, walking along the narrow road or the narrow path. I, People even argue about if it's a path or a road. Oh, goodness sakes. But I saw people walking along that, along that road, and some of them were so weary. They were weak. They were discouraged. They were tired. And be beside each person, I mean, it didn't matter where I looked, the Lord stood beside each person. And they were trying to keep their eyes on the destination because they knew he was their destination. And even though he was their destination, he was walking along beside them and he was coming up from behind so that nothing could, he was their protector from behind. And from time to time, someone would fall to their knees in weariness and the Lord would help them stand. And from time to time, he would, he would just beckon to someone else who was also walking on that road to come over and to encourage the one who had fallen. The body of Christ is a body. And so many times, instead of us loving one another as the body, we criticize and ridicule, we belittle, we divide, we do all of the wrong things because we listen to the enemy instead of listening to our Father who told us that people are going to know Him by our love for one another. We can't underestimate the power of prayer, the importance of prayer. It isn't about us being powerful. It's about us being in the relationship with Him, with the one who is powerful. It's about being that light he talked about. The city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. You don't light your light and put it under a basket. Nobody can see anything if you do that. Step out and love each other, he's telling us. Step out and love and encourage one another. And always be listening because he has much to say. We love you guys so very much. Thank you again for supporting the channel. Little John, thank you for being here and praying with us. You guys are so precious in God's sight. And you are precious to us. You truly are precious to us. Please keep us in your prayers because Chuck and I are flesh and blood just like you. And we need and cherish your prayers as well. God bless you guys.